I'm Talkin', episode 110 for May 24th, 2020. This is Joel from the I'm Talkin' Microcast, where I share my thoughts on a topic that has piqued my interest this past week. This week, we're talking grand. So what comes to mind when you either hear the word grand or you use the word grand? And I think in my use, I'm usually using it in reference to an item, a thing, something that is a little bit more than expected, something that may have caught you a little bit by surprise and something that is maybe a little over the top, extraordinary, you might even say. And so then I thought of ways that we use the word grand in almost everyday situations. And and so we think of kids when you are as old as I and you have grandkids. Does that mean they're more spectacular than your actual kids? Uh, probably not. But why do we call them that? And then when you get as old as my mom, you get to have great grandkids. And so does that make them even better than the grandkids? I'm not sure where that word came from, but maybe it's because we get to give those kids back to their parents and that's great or that's grand in that instance. And then even on the parental side, I all of a sudden get to be a grandparent. Does that mean I'm better being at being a parent than I was when my kids were that age? Or is it just a title that comes because my kids procreated? And then I thought of other things like a grand piano. Well, that's just a bigger piano. Maybe that's all it means. Maybe grand just means bigger. So that brings me to the main part of my talk today on the word grand. And I traveled to Arizona over the Memorial Day weekend. And so on Saturday, my daughter and her roommate took us to see, for the very first time, the Grand Canyon. It's hard to put into words what it was like walking up to the edge of that magnificent view of the stellar nature of the Grand Canyon and all its beauty. And it actually kind of takes your breath away momentarily. And if you're not careful and look the wrong direction, it may actually take your breath away. And I'm a little bit afraid of heights. And so there were times where where I was a little bit shaky, and yet I wanted to get a good picture or, or be able to have a picture taken of me and my daughter and my wife and, and her roommate. And and so we went places that maybe we wouldn't have gone on a on a normal instance because of my fears, but you're at the Grand Canyon. And this canyon is the grandest. The word fits and it it's barely able to contain the amazing creation that we were able to see today. And I haven't yet looked at the pictures I've taken. I just hope they do it some justice. But it was fantastic. And it, it was an uh, experience that that will go with me for years and years. And, and I'm sure over the next days, people will get tired of me talking about how grand the canyon was and just the beauty and the nature and the depth and the size and it's just hard to put into words and when i look at 
excuse me, the use of that word grand in that concept, it makes all of the other times that I've used the word grands pale in comparison. And then I realized that none of what I saw today, none of the things that I've called grand in my life would be possible without God. And as grand as the Grand Canyon is, the way that it pales in comparison to who a grand God is, is beyond explanation. And so when we look at a grand item like the Grand Canyon, it just puts us in immediate awe of the God that we know performed the created task behind that item. And the beauty and the depth, the imagination, the character that goes into it, and yet it happens over time because of water and erosion and you get to see all that. But God knew that was going to happen. He knew that beauty would come out. And the grandness of who God is makes those things possible. And I am so glad that I get to serve that God in my life. Until next week, this is Joel from the I'm Talking Microcast.